Hello, this is Emily Gower, your host for your Extraordinary Life podcast, where my heartfelt mission is to inspire you to find your purpose, create the career and the life that you dream of, and truly manifest the extraordinary future that you deserve. Let's dive in and let's start the next episode where I'm going to be helping you to fulfill your soul's calling on earth and mastering the life that you desire. Hello and welcome to our next podcast episode together. Now in this episode, we are going to discuss what I call wholesome living. And in other words, the goal here is to have you do the things that are wholesome more often. Now, wholesome living, I would say, is very simply being deeply connected to and involved in things that truly matter. And why this is relevant for your life is because when you are involved with wholesome activities and focused on wholesome living, you naturally experience a deeper sense of meaning. You fulfill all of your fundamental needs as a human. You increase the amount of inspiration that you feel and you will be more fulfilled on a day to day basis. And the story of where this comes from, because wholesome living or the idea of living a life that is wholesome might seem a little bit unusual, but where this has come from in my own life is that in the recent years, I feel myself more and more connected to the things that truly matter. Now, perhaps this was inspired by the passing of my father, where in his passing, I had the natural revelation that time was precious, that life is short and that life is precious. Now, this definitely had an impact on me. And I think one of the ripple effects of that is that I've started to focus much more on only the things that matter. See, what happens is that as we go through life and as we interact with the world around us, we tend to get caught up in things that truly don't matter in the grand scheme of it. So we get caught up in drama. We become very stressed And we can sometimes spend our precious time on low priorities. We get distracted. We do the things that drain us. And my inclination or my, I guess my instinct or my intuition from within has been guiding me more and more and more to opt out from the things that don't matter and to come back to the things that are. So I've been on a journey myself personally over the last couple of years, observing the things that I really experience to be really wholesome and to give me this feeling of being full, of being centered, balanced and nourished. And that is what wholesome living and doing things that is wholesome or that are wholesome is all about. Now, I believe that the world that we live in is crazier and busier than ever, and we're flooded with marketing, we're flooded with social media, we've got notifications in every single direction that we turn. And so I believe this is also a call and an invitation for us as as a human race to come back to our truth and to keep centering ourselves on the things that truly matter. So I do want to hopefully inspire you through this episode to bring more of that which is wholesome into your life. I believe that this is also how we create an extraordinary life is by really dominating our time, our days, our life and our energy on that which moves us and nourishes us and inspires us in so many ways. 
So what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to explore three areas where you can assess and where you can refine your life to bring in more of that which is wholesome. And the idea here is that you can use this as an assessment and as a reflection opportunity to transform your life, to bring in more of what matters and to let go of anything that is drama or anything that is draining you. So what we're going to do inside each of these areas, which are the physical, social and spiritual, is we're going to explore activities and things that I would experience to be or understand to be quite a draining thing, which can sap your personal energy versus what might be wholesome. And the idea is to give you it's to give you ideas because when you're doing wholesome living, it's a day-to-day commitment. This is not something that you just do once or you do it like once a week, but it's to continuously bring yourself back to this state where you feel like, wow, this is so fulfilling. This is so calming. This is soothing. This is empowering. You know, this is helping me to create the life that I want or wow, I feel so fulfilled today. That's what the goal is in this episode for exploring these three areas. So having said that, let's dive into the first of our three areas, which is your physical area of life. So this relates to how we act upon or from our body every day. It's what we do. Yes, it can also involve a lot of health habits and the way that you feed your body or your daily movement. And these are some things that I would consider to be like a draining activity on your around your physical area of life. And the number one is sitting still way too much. And I am absolutely guilty of this. I work a lot during the week. I do spend several hours at a time at my computer. And when you sit still too much and you don't move your body and get the circulation that you need, that your lymphatic system needs, you end up with this um, energy that starts to stagnate. And over time, you will start to feel drained. Now, I love doing what I do, but I still need to get up and move around in order for me to tap into that beautiful energy, that wholesome feeling. So sitting still too much, I think in our modern day culture is something that nearly every person can say that they probably do sit down too much or they sit in the same place too often. Now, this goes hand in hand with spending way too much time on the screen. So uh, playing too much with social media, being in front of your screen until all hours of the night. Too much screen time is obviously not good for your eyes, not good for your body. So we want to be aware of how much time you're spending in front of your screen because it will drain your energy. Now, other things physically that can be quite draining is obviously watching Netflix all day. Now, I don't mind watching a little bit of Netflix. My partner and I watch a little bit of something in the evening. We might watch some a documentary or a show that we particularly like. So I'm all for that. Have a little bit of entertainment value. Do that. But sitting there doing it all day and, you know, if you're feeling depressed or stuck and just binge watching and binge watching, you already know on the inside intuitively, this is probably going to start draining your energy. So physically, uh, Netflix and chill is one thing, but Netflix and binge is another one. So other things that can drain our energy physically are things like eating tons of highly processed foods. So too many things that are brown and white and not enough things that are leafy green and bright colored in terms of fruits and vegetables. Eating too quickly, so eating on the run, not being present with that essential nourishment. Also spending too much time in one environment. Like when was the last time you got out of your house? When was the last time that you traveled even locally? 
we need to change up this energy and keep the energy flowing for you to have that wholesome feeling. Now, I found for me that physically being dehydrated is another way that I will feel disconnected from that wellness and that wholeness and completeness that I seek. So being dehydrated, if you're perpetually dehydrated, it is going to actually drain your life force. So this is something else that you could reflect on and maybe correct for yourself. Now, two more things that I think in, in relation to your physical body that can drain you is having too much clutter in your physical space. So if there's so many clothes in your bedroom that you can barely move, and if there's so much paperwork in your office, you can barely think and you can't find anything, or you've got way too many files on your computer or 10,000 photos on your phone, maybe it's time to clear your physical space so you can clear your internal space and start that energy flowing again. So clutter can be a big one. And also in and around, I would say the body is overcommitting and then burning yourself out. And this is a big one. I've certainly done that. I have an internal drive to work. I love what I do. And so sometimes I will push it a little bit too hard and not so much overcommit, but just push myself too far. And so sometimes we can burn out physically. So how do we then start to rectify that? I mean, these are things that most people could relate to and say, you know what, I've done that. I know that feeling of sitting still too much. I know that I'm too dehydrated. Okay, great. These are areas where we can start to work on. But things that are wholesome will be things like daily walking. I absolutely love my morning walk. I get up, first thing I do after I do some tongue scraping to clear the toxins out of the mouth is I go for a walk and I walk for about half an hour and I greet the day and I look at the sunrise, I look at the sky, I watch the birds, I smell the trees and I'm walking around and it's such a wholesome way to start my day. So I like my daily walk. I often will then also walk at the end of the day, like 4 p.m. And I find that's an amazing activity to keep me connected to that beautiful energy. Now, naturally, you're going to be adding in daily movement, maybe stretching, yoga, whatever your perfect form of exercise is. I particularly like reformer Pilates, but doing some kind of movement regularly naturally will help you to get that energy and to have you feel like this moment of connection with my body, this is wholesome. Me just being with my muscles, my bones, my organs, you know, my breath, this is wholesome. It's accessing that beautiful space inside me. You can also support your body with wholesome living through clean, pure water, getting outside in nature. And that's a vital one, especially a beautiful antidote to spending too much time on the screen to get out in nature. You can also do on a daily basis things like self-massage. So getting some black sesame oil and doing a gut massage and massage yourself before your shower at nighttime or in the morning and just give yourself a bit of love, you know, nourish yourself from within you know, have your warm bath or, you know, bring float tanks therapy into your daily life. You know, even just simple things with the physical body, like sitting back and just relaxing and listening to music or making sure that you have a better sleep routine, making your physical space really beautiful. These are all things that nourish you and help you to have wholesome energy in your life. And if you start with the body, then everything else starts to flow differently, which is why the physical area is first. So reflect on this for yourself. What can you remove or what could you change in your physical area to help you to tap in to more wholesome living for yourself? Now, let's talk about the second and third areas. And the second one is social. And your social area relates to everything with people. So this is your relationship, not 
just with your physical body or with yourself. This is your relationship with all or any human being that is in your life. So when it comes to things that drain us socially and take us away from wholesome living, the biggest one I would say is probably gossiping and talking about other people behind their back unnecessarily. So I know that you probably have gossiped at some point in your life. I know I have. I will admit that. And when you gossip, you'll notice that your energy starts to feel a little bit off. If you're present with how it feels in your body, it never feels particularly nice. Now, if you're talking about someone, say that, uh, for example, I might talk to my mom about one of my friends. But if I'm talking to my mom and the content of that conversation is that I'm concerned about my friend and what can we do, that conversation is a wholesome conversation. But if we're saying, oh my God, why can't this person get it together? You know, they're so stupid. You know, if you're, if that's the, that's what I would consider like unhealthy gossiping or saying, oh, did you know that such and such is dating blah, blah, blah. This is what I would call gossiping. And that tends to give you this funny feeling inside you, like you're gossiping and it drains energy. I think it puts a weird vibration out into the universe around you. So socially, this would be a big one is um, not being so involved with any kind of gossip. And even if other people are gossiping, you can either remove yourself from the situation or you can say to them, I prefer not to talk about this person um, unless they're actually here. So that is one thing that you can do around social. Definitely a drain on our beautiful energy. You can also, with a with things that drain socially, we can also drain energy by scrolling too much on social media or becoming too invested in other people's lives. Like generally speaking, spending too much time watching other people live their life. And this is an interesting one for me because I, I keep thinking to myself lately, it's really unnatural for human beings to watch other human beings live their life. I mean, yes, you can get inspiration. And if you're looking at what your friends are doing, okay, fine. But at the end of the day, you don't want to be too invested in other people's lives because sometimes also what happens is you either take on a drama or you take on pain or you take on responsibility that is not yours. And that can drain your energy, again, taking you away from that wholesome feeling. Now, socially, another thing I will say is that draining energy will happen when you either compare other people to you. So you think, oh, my God, like I'm, I'm so much more advanced or I'm better at this than that person. Or you compare yourself to someone else by saying, oh, I wish I was, I wish I had what they have, or she's got better legs than me, or he's making more money or whatever that might be. So when we get too caught up in comparisonitis or in comparing, that also drains our energy and takes us away from that balanced, beautiful, inspired state of mind and being. So look, with social, look, any type, any type of judgment, I think is going to trip us up socially being too caught up in others' lives, you know, going outside the realm of what is our business, you know, and also I think socially spending time with people who maybe don't really have ambitions in their own life. Sometimes when you're in conversations with people who are bitching and complaining and they're kind of moaning about the world or they're in this kind of victim mentality, that can be super draining socially. And that's an area where I'm personally very picky. I like to be in conversations where even though we might talk about, okay, this problem is happening in the world, we're still looking for a solution or we're looking for a way forward and what we can do about it. So I like empowering conversation. And so if your social circles are not full of that, then maybe it's time to change it and lean more towards things that are socially wholesome for yourself. So again, focusing on your own path in your life and business, spending time with people who are inspired fundamentally and lit up and alive from within. These are my favorite people to spend time with. The conversation is better. 
there's stimulation there, it's inspiring, and you'll feel full. You can see greater possibilities. Socially, you can also have deep conversations with the people you care about and be present with the people in your life. Train yourself to just sit with that person. And if you're having a conversation about something, just be present with that particular topic. Encourage yourself to do that. This is where meaning and fulfillment starts to flow, especially in and around our need for connection. So allow yourself to have that, you know, schedule that regular time in, you know, make the effort and make the time to see the people that you love for, so that you can both benefit from this. Or even if that means getting a group of your friends together, make the effort to do that because scheduling that regular time, you know, for that social connection is going to make a world of difference to your life and your well-being in so many areas. And I think finally in and around living a life and, you know, adapting your social life so that it's more authentic I think this is where being yourself and allowing yourself to be yourself, this is so wholesome. I don't know anything more fulfilling than knowing that I can show up in the world and in my social circles and just be myself. This is so wholesome. So this is allowing myself to do the things that bring me joy and share in that with the people in my life. I'm not trying to change myself to fit into a particular social circle or a particular group of people. I'm being who I am. And it takes some courage to do that. But this is how we live our life in a wholesome way is by allowing ourselves fundamentally to do what we love, to do the things that we know are right for us and to trust that the right people are going to show up on our journey and on our path. So this is what we can do to lean into that wholesome energy around our social area of life. And by the way, that applies for your intimate relationships as well as professional relationships with your clients. It also applies with your social connection as well. So reflect for yourself socially, how could you lean into a more wholesome life and do more wholesome things? What could you remove or what can you do? So being honest with yourself about what habits you have, for example, are you spending too much time scrolling on social media, looking at what problems are going on in the world? One of my uh, habits, my draining habits around social is that occasionally I will read like the comments thread on a little video clip from an interview. And I, it's just draining. I mean, the content is crap. Like the questions, the comments that people are making and you're thinking, oh my God, they're just, they're just fighting with each other, basically. There's not a very wholesome activity for me to even be witnessing that because quite frankly, it doesn't really impact my life at all. So even though sometimes I might read something out of curiosity or watch something out of curiosity, I don't wanna be spending a lot of my time there because it's not super wholesome for me and my life. What would be wholesome in those moments is to maybe put the phone down and go and spend some time with my man, right? So this is why I say it's a daily commitment to pull yourself away from that which is draining and into what is wholesome. So let's now talk about this third area that you can reflect on for yourself, and this is the spiritual. And this is your relationship with life and the universe around you and life itself. So things that can drain you spiritually is judging and complaining about the world around you. And this is a big one because sometimes we look out at the world and go, I don't know what is wrong with the school system or the government is doing a terrible job. And, and we kind of project our judgments onto it and we either complain and we think, oh, this is a terrible situation or, oh, they should know better than that. And we spend energy and time and we're draining our energy and our life force complaining about something that, number one, we probably cannot change um, or B, maybe it does or doesn't really affect us as well. So we just need to be careful about that. So I went for me, I go, okay, there's problems in the world. 
unquestionably. In fact, there's hundreds of thousands of different types of problem on the planet. Now, I know realistically I can only change, solve or impact a certain number of those and that's okay. But what I do is just try to stick in my own lane. I know the world has struggles. There's also a lot of beautiful things happening on the planet as well. So I try not to get too caught up in what's going on in the world. I look at what directly affects me and I'm very careful about not draining myself because if I sat there and simultaneously tried to care about every single ache and pain on the planet and every single person who was struggling, my heart would ache. I mean, I'd be so heavy and I know that you probably have felt that at times where your heart kind of aches for humanity a bit. My reaction to that now, my response is to get back to work and to do what I do and try to make my difference in big and small ways, however I can to show up to make someone else's life a little bit lighter, a little bit more inspiring. So judging and complaining about the world is really a big one that drains us spiritually. Also things on a more personal level, like holding on to old emotions, hiding our shame and guilt, you know, trying to suffer in silence and do things, you know, on our own. Or maybe habits like defaulting to anxiety or anger when you're stressed or frustration or ignoring your needs for spiritual reflection. All of these can drain you spiritually. So here's some things that you can do to lean into wholesome living in a spiritual way. Number one is you can add a spiritual practice into your day. So decide what your spiritual practice is going to be. Are you going to journal? Are you going to meditate? Do some breath work? What is it that you feel is a very wholesome activity for you and your life spiritually? And then schedule it in, make it a part of your day every day. What other things that you can do that are wholesome in spiritual area is any kind of emotional healing work that will help you to open your heart and mind. Spiritual work that opens the heart and mind helps you to transcend judgments. It helps you to dissolve those emotions that we were talking about. You transcend judgments. You see the divine perfection in adversities, even in some of the adversities in the world around you. You start to see things from a more more universal perspective. And this enables you to make peace with the past and empower yourself to fulfill your purpose here on the planet. You can also work on your self-worth. So that would certainly come in under the category of emotional healing work. And you can also do little things that are very wholesome. I burn candles almost every day of the week when I'm working at my desk. I'll have a candle burning. I've got little like inspirational quotes in my space. Sometimes I'll do some meditation or some deep breathing and some breath work. I'm listening to beautiful music. And these are some ways that I I lean into that. You know, how can I make my day today more wholesome? How can I return to my spiritual truth, let go of anything that I'm invested in that I don't need to be attached to? you know, detach from any kind of drama and anything that's draining me and return home to that beautiful sanctuary inside myself where I am strong, clear, calm, and resilient to whatever my life may be bringing me today. So reflect for yourself spiritually when it comes to your relationship with life and the world around you. What can you remove or what could you do differently that would enable you to feel more nourished and more fulfilled in this way? Now, what I say about wholesome living is this or doing wholesome things is that when you are fragmented, when you feel lost, when you feel frazzled or you feel stressed or overwhelmed, just return to the simple things. That is ultimately what wholesome living is about. It's about understanding that you can find great peace, great clarity, recuperation, rest, restoration 
And you can find resilience inside doing things that are wholesome, like going outside and watering the garden, even creating a garden, growing some of your own food, making time to spend, to talk, you know, with the people that you love to be around, doing what you love, going for a walk, listening to music. In our crazy busy world, let's return to the things that bring us meaning, the things that nourish us, and let's say no to the things that drain us, that we know are agitating us or stirring us up unnecessarily. Stay true to your path, to your purpose, and to what your spiritual truth is. Be dedicated to your mission. Keep pulling your focus back into your path and what it is that you can do to change your life and to help others as well. So this episode has been all about leaning into wholesome living and just giving you some ideas, areas for reflection out of these three kind of domains that we talked about where we had the the physical, the social and the spiritual. There might be one that stands out for you and you said, you know what, right now I just really need some spiritual nourishment. So I'm going to journal more frequently or I know that my body is tired. So it's time for me to bring more wholesome activities into my physical area of life. So I hope this has given you some inspiration. I can't wait to hear what you will do today that is going to be wholesome for you. And I will see you, or I should say connect with you in the next episode. Until then, remember you deserve to live an extraordinary life. So don't give up and keep empowering yourself and let nothing stop you and stop at nothing when it comes to creating the future you dream of. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Extraordinary Life. I can't wait to share even more inspiration with you in our next episode. If you would love even more guidance to help you to create your extraordinary life, then be sure to follow me on other social media platforms, including Instagram and YouTube and of course, Facebook, so that I can share with you daily inspiration and tips and wisdom that is going to inspire you to live boldly in pursuit of your purpose. If you type me in as Emily Gower, G-O-W-O-R on any of these platforms, you will find me and I would love to hear from you. Even if you have some feedback and let me know which one of your podcast episodes was your favorite. I can't wait to connect with you again soon. See you in our next episode.